Welcome to the 1110 Leadership Podcast, where we tackle issues at the intersection of leadership, faith, and culture. I'm your host, Rob Shields, Vice President of Strategy 1110 Leadership, and I'm joined by my co-host, founder and CEO of 1110 Leadership, David Spicker. Proverbs 1110 lays out a bold and countercultural vision. When the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. We're here to ask, what does it look like practically to be this type of leader? Leaders willing to invest everything they have so that everyone around them can thrive. Join us on the journey as we lean in, listen, and learn how to become Proverbs 11.10 kind of leaders. The kind of leaders that make our cities rejoice. Okay, David, how are we doing? Rob, good. Excited to be here. I am very excited. This is amazing. I can't wait for all that's about to unfold here. Let me frame up this thing for our listeners. Proverbs 11.10. We're going we're gonna to spend a lot of time camped out here. This is a verse we like so much we named a business after it, right? That's right. I've done my research, spent a lot of time on Google. Turns out there's, you know, there's about 1.2 billion podcasts around leadership out there. This is a statistical truth. So I, I'd like to start out kind of Simon Sinekin this thing, if I can make his name a verb, and, and start with why. Why another podcast about leadership? Well, that's a, a great question. And for us, this is something we think about a lot, leadership, and how important it is. As we do work with companies, our clients, we see how so goes the leadership in an organization, so goes the organization. And yet there's real challenges as it, as it relates to how people feel engaged at work as a result of leadership. There are all kinds of stats now about engagement. You can Google that and get a lot of good information. Uh, various stats show that 87% of employees are not engaged in their job, and 75% of those leave not because of their jobs, but because of their bosses. And so when you think about the importance of people coming to work, loving what they do, feeling like they have the opportunity to, to make an impact, to use their gifts, their talents, their abilities, to feel like what they're doing during the day is meaningful. So much of that has to do with leadership. And as we look at this verse, Proverbs 11.10, it provides such a beautiful vision for leadership that we want to unpack that may be a touch different from other leadership podcasts that are out there. I don't want to assume that we have the corner market, but we have seen this verse come alongside leaders that we work with to provide a unique vision for leadership that can help them grow in their understanding of being a leader who's helping their people thrive. And so our theory of change at 1110 Leadership is that if you have thriving leaders, then you can create cultures and people uh, who thrive, companies that thrive, and then ultimately our communities that are thriving. And that's our ultimate goal, to see cities rejoicing. This idea that everyone is dancing in the streets wildly because people are winning and there's a sense of everyone flourishing. And that's a 
That's a crazy picture for us to have in this world, and it might even be something that we can't even picture, but it's certainly something that we can pursue. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I love, obviously, as your teammate, your partner in crime here, I'm I'm a huge fan of this verse. I think it speaks to really whoever is listening to us, however they're showing up to this conversation and whatever made them press play. It's a really fascinating marriage, and I think a unique marriage, kind of this idea of, of... thriving on the one hand and and being just out into the world to that results in thriving communities. I think there's plenty of material out there on either of those subjects, but to marry the two together, I think Proverbs 11.10 casts a really wide net to include both of those ideas and concepts and that both of them actually are, are really intertwined. You don't really get one fully without the other. And I, I love that. So David, tell our listeners, maybe some of who are, are less familiar with your background, how did you get to be involved in this work? Kind of what what led you to, to be doing this work? Well, I spent 18 years <clears throat> leading a, an organization called Jobs for Life, a nonprofit organization based in Raleigh, North Carolina, where we live, that equips churches and community-based organizations to reach folks in their communities who are unemployed and underemployed and help them understand the, the dignity of work. And that allowed me to travel all over the country to be in communities where people were struggling with unemployment, where there were real issues and underserved communities and barriers that people faced to be the kind of people that God had created them to be. I was mentored by extraordinary leaders who showed me a world I did not know. Many of those leaders were leaders of color who opened my eyes to just what it looks like to navigate challenges that I didn't have a, have to navigate from my background. And as a result of that, I, I understood the power of work and, and the way God has created us to work. And when you help people understand that work is not just something we do, but it's something we're, we're created to do, that it's part of the way that God made us, and to see people understand their value and their dignity as a result of that, particularly those who are really struggling finding and keeping a job. I just was blown away by the opportunity for leaders to create that opportunity in their employees. And so when I transitioned from Jobs for Life five years ago, I wanted to move essentially to the other side of the coin. If I spent time helping people think about what it means to be good employees, what then does it look like for us to help people learn how to be good employers or good leaders who, again, create environments within their company for everyone to thrive at work? And, and I found that many leaders were really struggling themselves. They were struggling with thriving. They were struggling with even just keeping up. They wanted to be invested in things that really mattered, and they wanted to have a, a bigger, a larger perspective of their purpose and why they were doing what they were doing and how God could use their business, their leadership, their influence to have a greater impact. And so I just I felt like that was the opportunity to do that. And so that's what's helped us build our business around this big idea of both the thriving aspect of a leader and then this this unique pathway of being just 
and what it looks like to be just as a leader that ultimately allows us to thrive. Yeah, I love that. I love, I love how much, and this is what we have a, a bit in common with our, both of our stories of just the, the frontline experience, kind of coming from nonprofit backgrounds, you know, seeing the downstream impact that leaders have in their communities, and now being able to do kind of the upstream work with those leaders to really help you know shape the way they view their own leadership and the, the impact, the profound impact it can have on everybody they touch, which is often maybe a lot wider than they even realize. Right. And a lot of, a lot of leaders were bifurcating those two things. Like I do my work over here and I have impact over there, or I make money over here and I give money over there. And the, the opportunity here, as we think about what it means to be an 1110 leader is whole life stewardship. How does everything that we do, every decision that we make, um, the, the resources that we have that we get to steward, how do we steward it completely for God's peace or shalom, this sense of wholeness, as well as justice, which is the Hebrew word mishpat, which is this idea of everything is as it's supposed to be. And so when you begin to think about that, of whole life stewardship, it gets to be really fun because it impacts our families, it impacts our communities, our neighborhoods, of course, our businesses and our employees. But at the end of the day, it impacts us personally. And the ultimate hope that we would experience God's fullness and have the life that he's designed us to have. Hmm. Well, you know, this inaugural episode of the 1110 Leadership Podcast, you know, we, we said we'd start with why. Yeah, starting with vision. Cities rejoicing is a pretty huge vision. I don't know if it gets much bigger than we're just we're just gonna go for cities rejoicing. Entire cities dancing like crazy in the middle of the street. No big deal. That's yeah, it's no big that's deal. Easy, you know, easy to do. I don't know if that's a smart goal, like the way they would define that acronym, but it it is it is what it is. We're going for it. I can imagine it could also leave listen, listeners wondering a little bit like practically how the heck do we even where do we start with that like that's a huge elephant where do i take my first bite of that thing so if if you're speaking to that listener that's a little like oh okay i'm not sure this feels paralyzing uh can you kind of walk us through this first batch of episodes of what we're going to be focusing on what could, what could they expect from going on this journey with us and maybe make it a look, feel a little more palpable kind of help set some expectations for us for the journey ahead yeah, for this series, we're going to try to be very practical and do what we do with our leaders as we walk them through, are they thriving? And assessing them at the beginning to see how well they are doing. And we have a, a way to do that by assessing leaders across the acronym THRIVE using the letters. And so we're going to have episodes of to walk through that as we do this podcast series. So the six qualities of a thriving leader, first is trust. So T is trust. Do they trust their people? Do their people trust them? Do their people trust one another? H is health. <clears throat> Are they physically and emotionally healthy? And have they created an environment for their people to be physically and emo emotionally healthy? R is relationships. How well do they feel connected to the people that they're working with? And do their people feel like they're working with friends? 
there's a stat related to employee engagement that if people feel like they're going to work and they're working with their friends, they're highly likely to stay on their job. So what kind of environment are we creating around relationships? I is impact. Do people feel like they have a greater impact in the work that they're doing? Do the leaders feel that? And again, are they creating that for their people? V is value. Do people feel valuable? Do they feel like they matter at work? Do they feel like their opinions are being heard and their skill sets are integral to the success of the company? And then finally, engagement. Engagement is, am I working in my sweet spot? Am I living into my strengths? And do I have the opportunity to grow in my job? So our episodes are going to be around those six qualities. And in the process of that, we're really looking at the health of the leader and having the opportunity for leaders to look inside themselves. It takes someone going through this process to be willing to be vulnerable, willing to receive feedback, really willing to look at themselves, see their blind spots, have people speak into their lives. And so we hope this series tees that up for our leaders who are listening. I'm excited. I think especially that we are going to take such a big vision like Proverbs 11:10, and really boil it down to the X's and O's on a very topical one word per episode focus. Let's deep dive on this word. Let's be able to wrap our arms around it. And let's be able to think about how we apply this practically to our leadership. And so I'm, I'm really excited to do this. And I hope our listeners will will stay on the journey with us as we kind of unpack this this idea of thriving. What does it look like to thrive in our leadership? What does it look like for our the, the companies that we lead to thrive? And ultimately, what does it look like for the communities in which those companies exist to really thrive as a result? It's a, it's a powerful, powerful theory of change. I believe in it. I know you do. And I'm excited to go on this journey with you, David. Yep. Let's do it. Awesome. Let's go. To learn more about 1110 Leadership, visit our website at 1110leadership.com. That's the numerals 11, then spelled out T-E-N leadership.com. That's 11-T-E-N leadership.com. There you'll find more resources to equip you on the journey of becoming an 1110 leader. You can also get connected to our growing leadership network. If you've enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. To help others find us, you can also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts.